Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 68 of the Loyrad Media Podcast, the podcast about free speech, the news of the day, politics, culture, ideas, or wherever the conversation will take me. I'm your host, Jack Darrell. Today, we are talking about the Let Us Speak movement that's happening in Victoria in relation to sexual assault victims. But before we jump into that, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube to know when new episodes go live. You can also like, follow, and subscribe on all good podcast services. And if they're not on your podcast service, quite frankly, just delete the app, walk away, because if it's not, if it doesn't have us, then like it clearly can't be a good podcast service. Let's just jump straight in. This is courtesy of the Herald Sun today, talking about that an urgent review of Victoria's laws relating to rape and sexual assault is underway after it's been revealed that tens of thousands of sexual assault survivors were stripped of their legal right to tell their stories using their real names. The Judicial Proceedings Report Act, which passed in February, silences all sexual assault victims whose offenders have been found guilty by banning them from ever speaking out under their real names. So they're allowed to go under a pseudonym, but not their real name. And this is largely based around the idea that if you do the crime, you do the time. And if you are found guilty of one of these offences, they would like them to be able to come back into society once they have done their time in prison or wherever they, whatever their sentence may be. But I find this personally very uh, concerning. And I think if their consent is there by the individual, they should be allowed to uh, give their name to any media or maybe write a book or, you know, it might seem crass to some people, but try and make some money off it if, if they're able to. Uh, the new gag laws have been described as a major victory for convicted pedophiles and rapists as their victims are now muzzled and prohibited from self-identifying in publications, including media and autobiographies, regardless of their consent. And that's the, that's the very important part of this entire bill. Um, the Victoria Attorney General, Jill Hennessy, on Wednesday acknowledged the strength and resilience of victims who come forward to tell their stories, but unfortunately, uh, the law has passed so she really can't say much more than that. The law as a whole, let's jump to that here. The new laws in Victoria, which did pass back in February, but unfortunately, you know, things have been a bit uh, wild since they passed. So let's just go through the actual uh, letter of the law here. So from February 7th, 2020, it is an offense to publish the identity of sexual assault victims regardless of their consent, in all cases where the offender has been found guilty. Funnily enough, if, the, if they've been found not guilty, they're allowed to freely speak, which I do find uh, odd, because if they're found not guilty and they're allowed to speak, the assumption is that the, and I'm assuming if the media is covering it, that it's almost a wrong decision in terms of sort of, even though the courts have found it, found them to be not guilty, sort of morally, let's say, have been found uh, to be an odd decision. So 
I do find that odd. Now, I do understand this second part. In all cases where charges have been laid and proceedings are still pending, I think it's understandable in that scenario that you are not allowed to talk about the case because it could sway a jury. So I understand why this particular uh, point has been passed. The you know We don't want that to occur. And if you are a victim, you could be... Uh, giving evidence during this uh, a trial. So we want people to uh, wait. After they've been found guilty, however, if they're wanting to talk, they should be allowed to. Now, the only exception in Victoria is if the victim seeks and is granted a court order, punishments for breaking the new law is up to four months jail for any individual found guilty of the breach, and that includes the victim, not just, say, the journalist that publishes the piece. Uh, fines are over $3,300 and just over 8200 for corporations. I find this very worrying. The fact that they have to go to court, this article, um, which is on the Herald Sun's website, uh, they estimate costs for this trial would be around $10,000 just to have the right to speak about something that has been done to them that they were not guilty of. They were not at fault. They've done nothing wrong. They are the victim. And that is something I find personally incredibly troubling. So I thought I'd bring it to light today. Uh, the full extent of Victoria's um, laws right now stand quite differently than the rest of the country. Victims can only consent to be identified in media if no charges have ever been laid against the accused and all proceedings have now been disposed of and the case did not result in a guilty verdict. Other victims will not be directly or indirectly identified as a result. And that another one I personally agree with. If there were two victims, one of them wants to talk, the other would like to have their day in court and then disappear and just go on and live their lives, then I understandably, I think we can all agree that we don't want that person being subjected to scrutiny from any outside sources that they don't have to. Um, but I do find this a very odd uh, decision. And looking at some of the other states, I'm going to specifically go to the ACT here. They're the, probably the broadest because they can be identified in media in all cases unless doing so would directly or indirectly identify another, which I think a lot of us, again, adding that is in Victoria as well. But guilty, not guilty, they can be identified. And victims can consent to being identified in Tasmania. And this is a lot of other uh, states as well. I believe this is also uh, Northern Territory, South Australia and Western Australia, I believe. And I think Queensland might have a slight difference there. You're over the age of 18, which I think is fair. They provide consent in writing. They have the mental capacity. Again, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Other victims will not be directly or indirectly identified. We've touched on that. And all legal proceedings are finalised including any appeals. Again, I think it is fair that everyone should have their day in court, in appeals included. Um, so I would like to see what currently is in place in Tasmania. The 
basically, Victoria should in, have those uh, laws put in place as well. I find this very, really quite baffling, to be honest. Um, and basically, I think the only other difference is uh, New South Wales, I think instead of 18 years old, they have 14 years old. And that's obviously, again, uh, in the eyes of the beholder. Personally, I'd prefer 18, year old, 18 years old. Um, having said that, a 14-year-old, yeah, it, it, it's tough to say. It's tough to say. But it, I think um, if they're coming forward and it's a media... Um, again, let, for the sake of the argument, the articles in the Herald Sun, if the Herald Sun were going to write something and a 14-year-old wanted to be named... I think it should come down to the journalist who should know best and I think they would ultimately err on the side of caution and probably not wait until somebody's 18. But yeah, I just wanted to uh, touch on this. Um, I know there is a GoFundMe associated with a few people in this particular article that want to get their names um, uh, so they can publicly talk. One said they wanted to write a story um, about it um, feel free to look that up. But I just wanted to uh, come out in support of the Let Us Speak movement here in Victoria because I do think that these laws, while I think to some extent they've, some of them are right in terms of... Uh, let's, let's grab them back here. In all cases where charges have been laid and proceedings are still pending, understandably, but I don't like the idea that somebody has been found guilty and a victim is not allowed to ever sort of publicly discuss what has occurred. I find that um, yeah, really baffling. Um, but, uh, you know, let me know what you think. Thank you very much for watching or listening along. Have yourselves a fantastic day. We'll be back soon, probably sooner rather than later with another podcast. See you later.